I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, May 17th, and we welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, also on the radio app, and those on the podcast, we welcome you. And uh, then those that are tuning in uh, by way of Facebook, and uh, you're not just listening, you're watching. And uh, we appreciate you watching. And then those watching on YouTube, we welcome you. And uh, I thank the Lord for this program. I hope it's a blessing to you. Uh, I'll tell you, when we started it, I I remember having the thought, you know, I wonder how long we'll keep it going. And, uh, you know, I just feel like that the Lord has uh, used it in my life. It's been a help and a blessing to me. I hope it's been a blessing to you. And I've heard a lot of people who have made comments and said, hey, we enjoy listening to it. We listen every day, or maybe we can't get every day, but we try as often as we can. And I appreciate you taking the time. And I I believe we all, uh, we need to have our own uh, personal devotions. We need to have our own time that we get alone with God. We read the Bible, we pray. Uh, but I think it's so good for us that throughout the week that we have uh, some, uh, some Bible that we, we get uh, preaching and teaching. And I tell you, the Holy Spirit of God uses uh, the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. And I hope maybe kind of the middle of the day, maybe that's a help for you too. Uh, I don't know if we'll keep it at this time uh, forever, but for now it's working. And I hope it's working for you, but it works for us. And we are so thankful to have you uh, tuning in today. Uh, Don't forget, today is in North Carolina. Today is the uh, primary elections. And if you have not voted yet, I hope you get out and vote. And uh, we can complain about all the, you know, uh, officials and we can complain about all that stuff. But And by the way, you shouldn't complain about it, Uh, but especially if you don't vote. Uh, We ought to vote, and we ought to pray, and we ought to be a witness. We ought to be a testimony. We ought to let people know about Jesus, and and it ought to be evident uh, just by the way we live that we believe the Bible, and we believe in Jesus Christ. And uh, I thank the Lord for the change He's made in me and uh, the change He'll make in anybody. Uh, If any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Let's pray today for our church. Pray for our uh, country. Pray for one another. We've got several folks in our church in for surgeries and procedures today. And uh, let's keep them in prayer. We're going to start today, Psalm 46, but I want to introduce it and then I'll tell you about the psalm. Uh, Psalm 46 is such a, a powerful psalm. God used this psalm, uh, has used this psalm many times in my life, but specifically uh, during COVID. I preached a message, I believe it was May of 2020, and I preached a message from this psalm, and I don't know if it helped anybody else, but I know it helped me. But it says in Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. He is a very present help in trouble. And uh, I hope that'll be a good reminder for you today, no matter what you're going through. God is 
our refuge. This is a song we've played. We've played it before on the radio, I know, but we played this in a service. Uh, I think it was in May of 2020. I, I just said, I want you to hear this song, and I want you to rejoice in the fact that God is our refuge, our safety, our protection, our confidence is all in God. So hope you enjoy this song, and then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 46. Amen. That's a great song. And uh, I didn't want to put you to sleep at lunchtime, but I wanted to get you thinking uh, about the fact that God is our refuge. And I hope songs like that, uh, I hope they help you. I hope, they're, I hope it's a convicting song. I hope it's just a, a challenge and a reminder to us uh, of what God is. Well, we, we take for granted so much all that we have in God. I think about that song, Oh, What Peace We Often Forfeit. Oh, What Needless Pain We Bear. All because 
we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Think about all that we have in God and He is our refuge and so many times we take it for granted and so many times we don't uh, place our lives in the protection uh, and in the, uh, the, the shelter of our God and what a blessing uh, He is and uh, He is so good to us. Let's look at Psalm 46. Uh, the title of this Psalm says, To the Chief Musician. Now, I don't know if we've talked about this uh, on the radio, but I want to let you know whenever you see a psalm, first of all, all of the psalms, all 150 of the psalms are inspired by God, okay? So none of these got slipped in by accident. Uh, we believe all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Uh, some of the psalms were written for instruction. Uh, in this case, this psalm was written uh, and it was uh, given to the chief musician. That was Asaph. He would, have, he would have been the equivalent of the choir director. And so David or one of the psalmists would write it and they would put it together and they'd say, now this one, we need to use this for the, the public worship of God. Let, let's have the choir sing it. Let's have all the people sing this one. Let's use this one uh, in the worship of God. So it's to the chief musician. And then it says this, for the sons of Korah. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself because we'll get to this particular psalm. I believe it's Psalm 84, but where it talks about the sons of Korah. And uh, what an amazing story that is. If you remember uh, in the uh, Old Testament, you remember when Korah uh, rose up against Moses and rose up against God's man and, uh, and Korah was destroyed and, and, and those that were with him were destroyed. But God says this, but the sons of Korah, they were not destroyed. They, the sons, uh, the, his children were not. And here we are now in uh, the time of David, the second king of Israel. During this time, we see that there have been some descendants from Korah. Korah, who was a wicked man, Korah, who was a rebellious man, but some of his sons and grandchildren, great-grandchildren, a few lines, a few, uh, few times down the line, here they are, they're serving God in the temple. And by the way, that's a great reminder of the grace of God. That's a great reminder that even if your parents don't live for God, you can still live for God. Even if your grandparents were not saved, or even if your grandparents got away from God, that doesn't mean that you can't be used by God. God has a plan for you. And I love that. Uh, this uh, this uh, psalm was designated specifically for worship. And the psalmist said, and I want this to make, I want you to make sure this goes to the sons of Korah. Then notice this. It says, it is a song upon Alamoth. We're not exactly sure uh, all that that entails, but that word Alamoth is a, a word for virgins. It's possible. And again, I'm not telling you that this is emphatic or this is absolutely the case, but it's very possible this was a song that was to be sung by the ladies. Uh, by the way, I thank the Lord. We've got some uh, wonderful ladies in our church. We've got some ladies that sing specials, and we've got ladies groups, and we've got ladies that sing in the choir. And sometimes we'll say, let's have all the ladies sing this verse or whatever. But perhaps this was a song that was sung by the ladies in the choir. But here I want you to notice Psalm 46. I want you to notice a few thoughts. Number one, we see our safety. God is our refuge. Uh, that refuge was a place where you could run to be safe. In the Old Testament, there were cities of refuge. When someone 
uh, would, uh, would, would, would kill someone, and it was not intended. It was an accident. Uh, it wasn't uh, intentional. It wasn't premeditated. Uh, there were places where people could run where they would be safe from the avenger uh, until the matter could get sorted out. And so that was a city of refuge where people could go to be safe. Well, I'm glad that God is our refuge. And at some point in your life, you are going to need a refuge. Uh, and I'm sure almost everyone listening, I'm sure you've already needed it. But if by some chance you say, no, my life's been pretty smooth. My life's been pretty easy. I got everything going for me. Well, just hang on because there will come a time when you will need a refuge. There'll be a time when you'll get a phone call and your whole world will come cr crashing in. There'll be a time where you'll get a report from the doctor. There'll be a time when you'll have a word from a friend or a word from a family member and your life will be turned upside down and you will have to have a refuge. If David needed a refuge, you and I are going to need a refuge as well. In the Midwest where my wife and I, we grew up in uh, that area of the country, uh, there would be a lot of potential for tornadoes to come through. And so that's why in the Midwest, just about everybody had a basement or, or a cellar or somewhere down in the ground where you could go for safety. And that storm could rip through and that storm could take the entire house but if you were in that refuge, if you were in that basement, if you were in that shelter, you would be safe. And I want to tell you, you can't wait for the storms of life to come to get a refuge. You've got to have a refuge right now. You've got to know where that place is. You've got to have an emergency plan. People will often say if there's flooding or if there's a hurricane or a tornado or if you're out in uh, California and there's an earthquake or if you're in some place and there's a tsunami, you've got to have a plan. What are you going to do? You can't wait till the storm comes uh, or you'll be like running around like a chicken with its head cut off. You're not going to have any idea or any plan. Get it figured out. Who is your refuge? I hope your refuge is the Lord. Notice verse number seven. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I'm thankful for safety that we have in God. Notice back in verse number two, Psalm 46, verse two. Therefore, because God is our refuge and because he is our strength, therefore will not we fear. You say, well, I'm pretty good about that. I'm pretty confident. But then when things go bad, when things go wrong, uh, I get all nervous. Well, notice what it says in verse two, though the earth be removed. Now think about that statement. David says, if the earth was removed, I'm still safe. I, I still have a refuge. I I'm still okay. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, can you imagine what that would look like? maybe from a drone or uh, maybe from an airplane that is shooting video and you see liter a literal mountain picked up and it's dropped into the sea, I think we'd be panicking. I think we'd be saying, what in the world is going on? And David uses these examples to, to show just how serious he is about God being his refuge. He said, hey, you could throw the mountains in the middle of the sea. You could remove the entire earth. And David says, I'm still okay because God is my refuge. I preached about this a little bit on Sunday. I was talking about uh, uh, God and how he is our rock and he is our rock and our strength even when we are waiting on God, even when we are doing nothing except 
just trusting Him to take care of it. But God is our stronghold. He is our strong tower. He is our fortress, and He is our refuge. I want to remind you today that God is our refuge. And I hope that today you will place your life uh, in His hands. I hope you'll uh, put your, uh, your future in His care. And I hope that you will trust Him today. Trust Him with your life. Trust Him with your family. Trust Him with your future. Let God be your refuge. I promise you, you'll never be disappointed. And the storms of life and the difficulties of life will not shake you. They will not be able to touch you when you're safe in the hands of God. Hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.